Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Employees are the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers group dental, vision, life, and disability plans designed to protect them. Exceptional service, broad networks, and modern benefits. That's the power of human care. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Former President Donald Trump crushed his presidential primary opponent Nikki Haley yesterday in her home state, with Trump taking almost 60 percent of the vote and Haley taking about 40 percent. Trump declared the GOP united and looked toward the next GOP presidential primary races. Michigan's coming up. We're doing great. The auto workers are going to be with us 100 percent because they got sold out by this country. But Michigan's up, and uh, we're going to have a tremendous success there. And then we have a thing called Super Tuesday, and uh, I think we're leading 91 to 7 overall. Trump's victory in the conservative state was expected. It is his fourth straight nominating contest win. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley says she is not giving up her campaign for the Republican presidential nomination, despite her loss to former President Trump in her home state primary. NPR's Sarah McCammon has the latest. Haley's loss at home was far from unexpected, given Trump's overwhelming lead in multiple primary polls. Speaking to supporters in Charleston, Haley reiterated her commitment to stay in the race at least through Super Tuesday on March 5th. She said she believes the stakes for the country are very high. I couldn't be more worried about America. It seems like our country is falling apart. Haley is taking her campaign to several states in the coming days, beginning with Michigan. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Charleston. U.S. and British forces carried out more than a dozen strikes targeting Houthi sites in Yemen today. Officials say the strikes are in response to the rebel group's recent attacks on commercial and naval ships in the Red Sea region. NPR's Emma Bowman reports. A joint statement from the U.S., U.K., and other allied countries said the strikes were conducted against 18 Houthi targets that included underground weapons storage facilities, air defense systems, and a helicopter. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the strikes were meant to disrupt and degrade the capabilities of the Iranian-backed militia. Since November, the militia's repeated attacks in the region have disrupted a vital trade route. The Houthis control much of Yemen and have said their attacks off the country's coast are a show of solidarity for Palestinians facing Israeli attacks in Gaza. The U.S. and its allies say the attacks are a threat to the global economy and demand an international response. Emma Bowman, NPR News. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky welcomed Western leaders to Kyiv this weekend to mark the second anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion. As Ukrainian forces run low on ammunition and foreign aid hangs in the balance, allies from the EU and the Group of Seven wealthy democracies rallied around Kyiv to express solidarity with Ukraine. This is NPR News in Washington. British advocates of more government support for families are warning of the economic and social consequences of birth rates falling to a historic low. Vicki Barker reports from London. The latest official figures show the birth rate in England and Wales fell to 1.49 children per woman in 2022. That's the lowest level since records began in 1939 and well below the rate of 2.1 needed to maintain a steady population. Advocates say in the long term, this could impact Britain's aging population 
population, as government support for their care would rely on an ever-shrinking tax base. The head of the advocacy organization Pregnant Then Screwed says procreation has become a luxury item in Britain, with almost half of parents surveyed saying they've gone into debt or used savings just to pay for child care. For NPR News, I'm Vicki Barker in London. At last night's Screen Actors Guild Awards, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer continued its award season winning streak. The movie took the SAG Award for Outstanding Cast, actor in a lead role, Killian Murphy, and actor in a supporting role, Robert Downey Jr. The SAG Award for Lead Actress went to Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. In the television category, the series Succession took the top prize for ensemble in a drama series. Pedro Pascal of The Last of Us took lead actor in a drama series, and Elizabeth Debicki took Top Actress Award for her depiction of Princess Diana in The Crown. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Allianz Travel Insurance. With benefits kicking in as close as 100 miles from home, you can protect your travel plans whether you're driving across state lines or flying cross-country. Learn more at AllianzTravelInsurance.com.